I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Thank you for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. I'm your host, Rebecca Cressman, and I'm very, very excited to have our guest with us today, Shireen Gorbani. She is a community health director with Intermountain Healthcare. Hi. Hey, thanks for having me. Well, we're going to be talking about, you know, healthcare is on the top of people's minds. It's something that's part of our everyday life. We hear uh, talk about it in politics and, and everywhere. And we're going to learn today about um, access about how Intermountain Healthcare is helping people of different economic right yeah. uh, levels get access to life-saving healthcare. So welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and this is my favorite topic. Access to healthcare is something that I've really oriented my life around for the last five years or, or more. And being able to work in an organization where the mission is helping people live the healthiest lives possible, and we know that access is such a big part of that, is just an absolute honor. Right, you know, and thank you. And it's interesting because um, in the scope of as we learn more about healthcare. One of the things that uh, I realized about 10 years ago is that preventive healthcare, if, if you can get your regular checkups, you can much more likely avoid the complications that can come by not knowing what's happening in your body. And so that it costs more for hospitals, it costs more for patients, not just economically. We're talking about more surgeries, heavier treatments, whether it may be. So yeah. that's part of probably what your your mission is as well. Yeah, it's so true. And, you know, when you say that, I think it's important for people to really think about what that looks like internally, right? Like when you know that something's not quite right, maybe you're exercising less, maybe you're getting, you know, even socializing less, kind of all of those connective pieces that keep a body healthy, not just our um, kind of baseline health, but also those connections that we have to physical activity, to community, to jobs or things that we like to do. All of that can be compromised when people ignore nagging health problems that get kind of bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's why exactly preventive care and getting into care regularly, getting those regular checkups is so important. And having regular conversations with your with your doctor, you know, we talk about your, your PCP, your primary care provider, that person who's sort of your regular touch point for care. A lot of people don't have a primary care provider. And so one of the things that I'm really proud about that I'm here to talk about today is our school-based clinics. So we have two clinics in Salt Lake City, in the school system, so in Liberty and in Rose Park, but those are community clinics. Anyone can go to those. So you don't have to have a kid in the school or have anybody connected to the um, Salt Lake City School District to be able to access that care. So if you live in Rose Park, if you live in kind of Central City over near Liberty, those are clinics where you can access primary care. And that is where you can find out, is it time for a screening? Is it time for me to, or is there something that's been going on that I just haven't really had a chance to talk to a doctor about? All of that kind of introductory, kind of getting into care, basic care, all of those conversations can happen at those clinics. And that's so essential, especially when you have it in a neighborhood, you have it in a community. We have so many individuals. And, you know, I grew up with my mom, single parent. She was working two jobs. Now we call them side hustles. She'd pick up a third. And, you know, she was gone 12 hours a day. Finding access, the time for her to take care of her health was so challenging. But if it was two blocks away at a 
a nearby school. Yeah. That proximity is helpful too, it, isn't it's it? It's super helpful. And I also think there's something that is important happening in those clinics is that we also have people that can provide care in Spanish. So we know that we have a higher population of individuals who speak Spanish in those neighborhoods and who may, you know, certainly speak English fluently, but maybe they're more comfortable having those kinds of conversations in their primary language. That's available in our clinics in Rose Park and Liberty as well. Um, though we do have translation services in many multilingual providers across the entire system. Being really intentional about meeting people where they are and, and speaking to them in a language that makes sense is something that we're committed to. You know, what are we doing to, to help people understand the language of healthcare and to understand, um, you know, what might be going on with them? That's something that um, we can all do better at, you know? <laughs> well, and you know, it's interesting because when we were kids and we got called to the principal's office, we were always nervous about that authority figure. And somewhere over time, we kind of looked at healthcare pr- practitioners as almost like an authority figure. And some of us are much more worried or anxious about making that appointment. Right. Are they going to say, I'm obese and that I'm going to have, are they going to, you know, and so being able to speak in your own native language, yeah. to, that brings that barrier down. Yeah. And then getting to have that personal relationship so that you can know they're just a partner yeah. in your health. In your health. So in, you said in the central Salt Lake area, yeah. those who are in that area can have access to the clinic in Liberty Park. Yep. And, oh, it's oh, it's in Liberty um, Elementary. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Liberty Elementary. How would they access that? Yeah, so we so we, there's a central line where people could call, okay. but if you're looking for care, you could go to Intermountain Healthcare. You could search Intermountain Healthcare Rose Park, and these clinics would come up, or Liberty, those, they would come up, but I'll give you the phone number here in a second. But I think what's important about these clinics is, as I was mentioning, they're a place where you can just kind of access that primary care. If you're managing um, diabetes or other chronic disease, that's a great place where you can go that's probably in your neighborhood, in your community, and you don't have to worry about trying to navigate getting, you know, up some somewhere else down to Murray, somewhere else in the in the valley. It's right there in your neighborhood. And if something comes up that they can't deal with right there, they're able to make referrals and, and try to get you close to home or move you into the system in other ways that you might need to access care. But all of that can happen from that starting point. And I just want to get back to this idea of people working long hours, you know, having a hard time finding care. I'm, one of the things that we're trying to do is make sure that we have at least one night a week that's open late. So it is open after five. I think it's Mondays right now at Rose Park. And even though, and I know this is like basic, but school is out, clinics are open. So the clinics stay open year round and it is not impacted by the school schedule. So it's interesting. And that to me is, is, it's wonderful because schools then become or have always been a community center. That's right. And so we start looking at it as not just a place that will educate our children and support us and our goal with that, but it becomes a place that is a resource for us. And right. so is the clinic actually when you come into the school, you like through the doors? Yeah. So the clinic is, um, this is one of the funny things that happened when I, I was, I, I joined Intermountain just over a year ago and the sign was behind a tree and I was like, we need to move this sign <laughs> out from behind, <laughs> behind this tree. So it is on um it's it if you are facing Rose Park Elementary, it is going to be all the way down on the east side of the building. And there par- there's parking right there. You can pull in behind. There's parking on the street. So it's really easy to access. Liberty is also really street facing. So you can see it um, just right off of, I think it's 300 West. I'll have to look that up. But when you drive by, you can see it right from the road. So it's really visually accessible. And that's a, um, a good way to kind of get a sense of where you are. But the number to call is 801-408-8626. So that's 801 
408-868-4088626. And that's to book at either, you can make an appointment at either clinic. And so one of the things that we know about the, this particular area, that we have a number of pockets like this across our state, is this is an area where we have a number of people who are uninsured. Intermountain Healthcare works really hard to make sure that people can access care they can afford. So we're going to work with you if you are, you know, potentially eligible for Medicaid or you're potentially eligible to get on a marketplace plan to get healthcare. We have navigators that will connect you to that can help you through that process. But we're also going to work with you to find ways to, you know, either reduce costs or, or make sure that we can make it available to people. So there's a lot of charity care that happens in these clinics. A number of people who are uninsured visit these clinics. And so we're really trying to help people understand, as you said right at the beginning, accessing care early, even though it can feel stressful, especially if you think something might be going on with you, come in, get seen, because that early care is always going to be better than waiting until something becomes much more complex or your quality of life has diminished. Well, and you know, one of the sad realities, and uh, thank you so much for those who've just joined us, this is the passionate voice of Shereen Korbani, who is the Community Health Director with Intermountain Healthcare, and we're talking about two clinics in um, the downtown or central Salt Lake area that are available to the community and that these clinics will provide access to health care in addition to taking the the obstacle away of, wow, I'm not insured. I don't have enough money. So what I was starting out with is it is a challenge that in our country, we have um we have to equate taking care of our health with can I afford it? Yeah. And and, and it's our reality because we've made healthcare kind of a commodity that you can buy access to. And so to me, what is beautiful about this is that Intermountain Healthcare is saying your health is the priority. Yeah. Taking care of yourself. Come through the doors and then we will work with you, uh, with you and, and help you navigate this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And so you have navigators and say, OK, I'm underinsured. Here's what you can do. I don't have insurance. Here's what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And we're working really hard to, you know, certainly as a system, looking at all the ways that we can drive down cost and increase access. That is always, you know, at the, at the heart of a lot of what we're doing, because we know that this is one of the biggest challenges that people face. Healthcare costs, accessing healthcare, people defer care because of that central fear that I cannot afford it. But what I can tell you is that getting in early and having regular checkups is certainly going to be something that you can do to, first of all, navigate the system. So get in, figure out what is available to you. Are there um, programs that may be available out in um, organizations like Take Care Utah or others that are working to get people insured? All of those resources available. Certainly we have Medicaid. So Medicaid expansion in our state is critically important. I'm so grateful we did that. So many more people can access healthcare because of those decisions. But really understanding that the longer that people stay out of healthcare, the longer they avoid going to their doctor or seeing a doctor at all, the the more complicated things can get. And so that kind of ties to, if we want to maybe move to talking a little bit about our voucher program. I absolutely yeah. do. And and, and um, uh, for those who just joined me, this is Rebecca Cressman, the host of Utah Weekly Forum. I have been over the last couple of years very vocal about the importance of screenings and in particular mammograms for women over the age of 40. If there's a family history, at least 35 or whatever the year may be. And that has been, and that's because of my experience of, of being diagnosed and treated with chemo and radiation. And um, one of the conversations I hear from women is, I didn't go get my mammogram because I've been healthy. And I just like, I felt 
I didn't feel it. And so I thought it was only for people who had family history. I thought it was only for people like maybe you'd feel sick. And I said, it, you know, cancer's tricky. Um, it hides. Yeah. And then, you know, it just develops. You can be feeling great and have no idea that it's there. Now I'm going to introduce the voucher uh, because I am so grateful there are vouchers available that says if you're worried about being underinsured or not having insurance, you can get that screening. So let's yeah. talk about the different vouchers that Intermountain Healthcare is supporting. How does that work? Yeah, so those vouchers are available through. So I should mention, we have these clinics here. So this is in uh, Liberty Elementary and Rose Park Elementary. These are kind of community-based clinics. Like I said, anyone can access those. But across the entire state, we have these uh, federally qualified health clinics. Those clinics accept everyone. And so it's important to know that if you don't live in Salt Lake City or if it's inconvenient to yes. come to those clinics, there are lots of places that you can access care around the state that is care that you will be able to, um, and, and again, I shouldn't say always because we know that healthcare is expensive and things can, you know, things can come up. But they work very hard to make sure that people are accessing low cost care that is still high quality, and that you know you can get wraparound services, meaning um, not just like oh, I, you know, maybe I need a screening or I, I want to come in for a checkup, but also mental health care and connecting people to other resources. But just over this last year, so in twenty twenty one, nineteen thousand six hundred vouchers were provided to over fifty nine of those clinics. A few of those were our clinics, right? So when people come in, like you mentioned, they're underinsured or they're they're uninsured, but it's time to get that mammo or it's time to um, get a colonoscopy, you know, get into kind of these regular screenings. There's been so much that's happened in the field of breast cancer research and, and advancements in care. Um, we're seeing the same thing in certainly colorectal cancer and, and understanding that there's so much more that can be done and so much life to live, you know, even with a cancer diagnosis, but you can't know that that's going on if you're unwilling to or um, unable to access screenings, right? So this is so, I'm also here to testify yeah, on behalf of going, I turned 40 last, I guess I'm 41 now. So 40 was my um, first mammo, went down, got it. And yeah, it's unpleasant, but you know what? Happy to have the peace of mind knowing that I went through what I could do to um, to acknowledge, you know, what's going on in my body and take care of my health. Can I say that a five minute squish on the um, and the mammography is much more comfortable than getting chemo infusion uh, um, and and that process now. It's it's not um, this is not to put any guilt or shame because there's so many reasons why we put it off. A lot of us are just busy yeah. and we think everything's going to be OK. And so we're going on that optimism. I just didn't have time. I'm juggling work and I'm juggling my kids. But I want to share with you just briefly that um, I was, uh, let's see, 16 months in between my screenings and it had thus enough time to then develop into stage two and move into my lymph nodes. Now, I wonder to myself, gosh, if I had come four minutes earlier, could I have caught it before it spread to my lymph nodes? Because that's what then required the additional uh, chemo and care. So I just wanted to kind of paint that picture for you and and encourage you um, to get these vouchers, go to these federally funded clinics. Um, There are grants that are coming. Our state of Utah Health Department, they're saying, I would rather give you a voucher than have an unused voucher here. That's right. Let's get you in. Yeah. So we have the program um, that we... 
you know, I mean, truly mm-hmm. million, 16 million um, in vouchers went out in through our program. But the state also has, you know, many programs. Certainly Huntsman is a partner in this. Cancer screening is one of those things that I, I, I know there are all sorts of reasons. I'm sure that people who are listening to this have been putting it off. Sure. And many, I think, of us, you know, would choose if we're feeling good, you know, <laughs> like, why would I go do that? The You are such a, a good um communicator about why it's so important and why the regular timing is so important. But I would just really encourage people, take that step, schedule that appointment if you need to take someone with you because it's going to make you emotional or scared. I lost my mom to pancreatic cancer. I think about it all the time. There's not a screening for that. So the screenings that are available to me, I'm going to do them. And I'm going to do them because I want to be here. Uh, and, and I'm so sorry about your loss. I lost my mom to cancer as well. And sorry. it just, it means we spend our adult years very aware of our body. And very often, if your body is able or decides to produce these defective cancer cells in one part of your body, your body might be, you know, thinking along the same line in another part. So you do want to just get this um, taken care of. And I did focus on uh, mammograms and it's very important. And, um, and we want you to get them, get them every year. And you get this visual picture of just what the inside of your breasts look like on a normal day. And then every year they start going and go, okay, that forest is getting a little more denser. Things are changing. And then, all right, we see a little here. It's just getting to know your body. Same with the colon, a colon rectal exam. They're just taking a good, clear look at what's happening. And and because that is a a secret one that also hides within our body. Yeah. So there are um, some different approaches there as well. So the fit test is something that can be, um, it's not as invasive as when we're thinking about like a colonoscopy, but it's a sort of a pre-screening to understand like, is this something that I would need to go on and do? So all of those things, all of the kind of resources and the ways that you can approach kind of taking care of your health, whether it's breast cancer screening, certainly colorectal cancer screening, those can happen if you have an appointment with your primary care provider, have an appointment with a doctor, get something set up at one of our, you know, community clinics around the state or come into Intermountain. And, you know, that provider, that care, that caregiver will help you understand, you know, what is it time to be doing? I think it can be the timelines and how often and what age can be confusing to people. Make an appointment, come on in and your healthcare provider will help you navigate that. How do we find the federally funded clinics that Intermountain Healthcare is uh, hosting? Because yes, we've identified Identify that at Liberty Elementary and at Rose Park, there are two right here in Central Salt Lake. Now we've got others outside of that and throughout the Valley federal funded clinics. Yeah. How do we find those? So I always say that the um, the sort of big organization that oversees all of them is Ouch. <laughs> so so that's the association of a, it's really called Ouch. O U C H A U C H. So the association of the of the health clinics. So okay. that that would be a place that you could go um, to see. Um, certainly, you know, most people are aware in in across our rural communities. These are often some of the only places that people can access healthcare. But again, I just want to say, so in Salt Lake City, if you're in the Valley, you can certainly access care at Rose Park or at Liberty, but you could access, you could make an appointment across any of the Intermountain facilities. And all of these programs, um, considering the uh, opportunities that are available for funding from the state, voucher programs that we have, voucher programs that Huntsman has, there are ways to get these screenings. If you feel like that's the, that's the thing that's holding you back, know that it is not. There are resources available from multiple angles that could help you get into that care and get those screenings for free. Thank you for sharing that. So if you're living in West Jordan, you're living in West Valley City, you're living anywhere and you're thinking, gosh, it's not close to me. 
call or visit these clinics in Liberty Elementary or Rose. Have them as navigators help you find where you can get the access or just get the access right there at the clinics. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Let's talk for a bit because we have just about six minutes uh, together. And for those who just joined us, this is Shireen uh, Gorbani. She is the community uh, health director for Intermountain Healthcare. Did I get that title correct? (laughs) Great. I'm so glad. And I want to talk a little bit about um, a phone line that to me has been uh, extraordinarily important and has had such an impact on mental health care um, within our state. Tell us about the behavior navigation line. Yeah, the behavioral health Mm -hmm. navigation line. So I want to be really clear. Mental health care is health care. When we are feeling anxious, stress at a, in, at a level that is disrupting our day-to-day lives, that is a central health concern. And what we know is that far too many Utahns are suffering from anxiety, stress, depression, um, sometimes severe mental health challenges that do not access care. And one of the things that I'm really proud of is that during COVID, um, basically, a kind of a health navigation line popped up. Intermountain really stood this up really quickly. And one of the things that they learned right away was how much people were struggling with mental health. And I think they were all along. We knew that, right? It just suddenly seemed like it was more commonplace to talk about it and for people to try to be accessing care. So this number, which is 833-442221. So it's kind of funny because there's the three twos there in the middle. Is this... um totally free line. You can call. You don't have to have select health. You don't have to be insured at all. You can call and say, hey, here's what's going on. Here are the kind of mental health resources that I'm looking to access. Or just say, I'm not sure what's going on, but I'm wondering what's out there. And these individuals will help you navigate the all of the resources that are available. And over this last year, you know, we so Intermountain, because we know how important mental health is to your overall health and well-being, over $850,000 in um, free services were provided to individuals who are underinsured or uninsured by accessing this line. Wow. So there are many resources across our state. And so you will not just hear about resources that are available inside of Intermountain, but kind of get a bigger picture of what may be available in your community, other resources that may be there to support your mental health. And I just, like, I can't stress this enough. I know, I'm like, get your mammograms, <laughs> get your colorectal cancer screening, but understand there's absolutely no reason for you to suffer alone. If you are stressed, if you are feeling anxious, if you are depressed, if you are having a hard time getting out of bed in the morning, if you're drinking too much, all of these things, are there is support available to you. You need to make that call. And it's okay also find a friend. Tell someone you're struggling and say, hey, I know that there's this behavioral health navigation line at Intermountain. Can you search it and send me the number? But I'm going to tell it to you again. Yeah, let's do it again. It's 833 So we got an eight. We have two threes. We have two fours. We have three twos. And one one, and this so, is a free resource. It's a free just resource. underscoring. Now, I have close loved one who has had clinical depression for almost twenty years. I 
that person is extraordinary and brilliant and loving and wonderful. But when they are in the depths of that depression, they don't feel any of those things, nor do they have the energy often to get the help they need. They're so full of just, there's no hope and darkness. We can call this line and hold the hand of someone we care about and help them get that access because the more we talk about it, the more access we get, the more, the earlier we can begin to get that help and healing, almost like the cancer experience. You want to, uh, you want to, as soon as you start feeling those symptoms, To, to get some help yeah. because there are, you know, uh, toolboxes on what you can do and, and professionals around you that can help you. That's right. And when we say behavioral health, the reason we kind of think about it more broadly than just mental health is we're also talking about substance abuse. So if you find that you're, like I said, drinking too much, you're addicted, you're taking pills, you maybe are dabbling in drugs that you're having a hard time getting yourself out of. This is a line for you. Call and get help. There are... I can't there. I haven't met a Utahn who hasn't been touched directly by losing someone to suicide or drug drug use in this state. I feel like the kind of horrific bond that kind of pulls us all together is how often it seems we all know someone who has struggled deeply with mental health or addiction issues. There is help. There is support. And there is no shame in what is happening because it is happening across every community in every corner of the state. Get help. Reach out. Know that we want you to be here. We want you to live. We want you to find the resources that you need to be healthy and to feel to feel like you have some control and there's a reason to be here. And I can promise you that with treatment... And with the correct medication that may be necessary, you can feel the light again. Yeah. You can feel the hope again. Uh, it, it's just um, it's just an extraordinary. It might not be a quick experience, but you're worth that work. You, Your you life are. is worth that. And there are people. It's interesting because we, uh, you know, we talked about access to, you know, healthcare providers. And so the clinics at Intermountain Healthcare is uh, providing in our community for that. A uh, mental health care is one of those. It's often where do we go? Who do we know? to call? Is it a therapist? Am I looking for a doctor? That's why the behavioral health navigation line is so essential because they know the the other person on the phone line can guide you through. It's like the door. Yep. Let's let's give you access. Let's get you in the door. Right. That's right. And I I just feel like in this time when things feel stressful for so many reasons, whether it's making ends meet with rising costs that are, you know, happening around us. I think there, you know, there's certainly a lot of job opportunity, but there can also feel like there's a lot of instability. When we think about everything from environmental crisis to um, just some of the real challenges and divisions that we're seeing in our country, like, hear me now. I love you. Somebody loves you. We need you to let people know, like let someone know something's going on with you and take those steps to access care because we don't want to lose people because they didn't get the support that they needed. Mm, that is beautiful. So take note uh, for yourself and for the people in your life. You never know. You might be on the front runner. You might be at a park on a walk and you might run into someone who's sharing that they have a loved one or they that they're experiencing this. And then you can pivot and say, have you called the behavioral health navigation line? Can yeah. I open that door? Let's open that door. For you. Okay. I can't remember the number, even though there were a bunch of groups. Can you give it to me one I more sure time? Can. So it is eight, three, three, four, four. Two 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 one one. All right, that's pretty good. And if you're like me and you're like, oh, my auditory memory is not so good, you just uh, get online and search behavioral health navigation line with Intermountain Healthcare, or just go to intermountainhealthcare.org and look for the info there. Um, Shireen Gorbani, thank you. 
for your dedication, for the love that you have for our community, for trying to help people know that we care about them and that there is health care and mental health care for every area of the life available to them because um, that's our goal, right, is to to live as healthily and as joyfully as possible. possible. Thank you for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. Thank you. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought... There are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.